This is your Big Fat Fantasy Podcast coming to you for episode three. Uh, and yeah, I'm Anthony Bravo. And I'm Nicholas Logan. Welcome in, guys. Um, he said episode three of your Big Fat Fantasy, your BFF. Just going to start it off talking, but we did some, I know there's been some big, big dynasty trades. trades. Yeah. Big, trades big trades in, trades in dynasty. the NFL. We did some big trades in our dynasty leagues. So we'll start it off with uh, the trades that we did, and then we'll finish the show with the NFL trades. So uh, starting with me, I did a trade this week as soon as uh, Brees Hall went out. I was uh, disappointed, um, and I have, a, I have a team that I believe that can win it all this year. So Very sad injury. Um, yeah, it was very sad, not only for Brees Hall owners, but if you're a fan of the NFL, and if, you know, he's was so explosive. I, I was telling yeah. my friend, I don't remember <clears throat> I've ever seen anyone with that explosiveness coming out of, like, as a rookie. Just yeah. Every time, every time he was out there getting 60-yard plays almost every week, it seemed like 60-plus yards every play. I think, like, three weeks in a row, he had, like, plays of 60 plus yards yeah he was um, so talented so quick yeah so crazy. taking over the backfield the jets were winning games um he they they just they you knew it was almost like you knew the ball was going to him and that he was still gonna run it all over you and you know it wasn't even that hard of a hit it was almost like a non-contact injury almost you can say um yeah that he's out for the year so i went and uh, i traded Brees hall sadly away i drafted him first in the rookie draft this last year and um yeah, but I did get some return. I got Leonard Fournette, and I got his backup, Rashad White, and I was able to get a first-round pick for next year. Um, and I also, like, with Brees Hall, I also gave away Keontae Ingram. Um, I had to give away someone because I was getting Rashad White back, so I had to drop someone, and Keontae Ingram was probably, like, my least, I guess, at- valued asset on my team at the moment. Um, but, yeah, just heartbreaking. I'm happy that I got Fournette out of it, and um, if anything happens to Fournette, like I said, I have Rashad White. Um, and if Fournette you know is not in tampa bay next year he's gonna be get older you you've seen what rashad white can do when uh fournette's out he was one game fournette was missing some missed a couple snaps because he was injured and rashad white was able to take in and had a decent game for a rookie so and like i said i got a 23 uh pick for next year that i could use for a running back or a receiver and mid to late yeah and i have six draft picks for next year so i mean yeah i can probably it's gonna be hard to find a guy like Brees hall but um, yeah it, it you never know yeah it was a terrible injury man he didn't even really look like he was in pain when he went down and mm-hmm. then like right right away we just heard the reports that it was a serious injury yeah, so they caught him out for the remainder of the game right away. yeah so very sad and yeah so um he made a, he made a pretty big trade to help boost his team for this year so um me uh my team is not doing so well i was uh two and four going into this week so I got a I got a good win. I was the highest scoring team this week, but my RB two is Antonio Gibson, and I have Elijah Mitchell on IR, which is completely irrelevant because CMC is the main guy in San Francisco right now. So, with that being said, I sent over Brandon Cooks and Austin Eckler to my bro Joe Shiesty for uh, Drake London, a twenty three second round pick, uh, and two twenty four first round picks. So, um. My plan is, um, um, you know, my, my running backs uh, completely just missed this year uh, besides Austin Eckler, and Brandon Cooks hasn't really been doing anything. So um, I went out and I traded for, you know, the top receiver in the draft this year, Drake London. And um, I'm hoping to hit on some late on some late round uh, running backs in this upcoming 2023 draft. And I, I have three 2024 first round picks. So, you know, the 2024 draft is mine for the taking. And um, I'm just going to uh, keep it cool for a couple years until until that draft time, man. Yeah. And like you said, you traded Joe Austin Eckler. He's the yeah. one that I traded Brees Hall to him. So yeah. he gave me Fortnite and Rashad in the 23. So um, 
Yeah, yeah he, he he gained like a young a young back that he has to wait for a little bit, mm-hmm. but he in return he got Austin Eckler, yeah, Austin the number Eckler one could, fantasy scorer. Probably one of the strongest, yeah. most uh, fit guys in the NFL, guy that could probably last for another two three years even. So yeah, but with that being said, that's the thing. That's why I like about Dynasty. You know, it's not like in redrafts where a guy like Brees Hall goes out and you just drop him to your waivers because he's yeah has no more fantasy value that's why yeah. like dynasty Brees Hall has a lot of fantasy value he's only what 21 years old young yeah you see what he can do when when he's hand, when, when he's he healthy, get, yeah, yeah when he's healthy so hopefully he returns to that form and i i think he will yeah and even like in redraft you have it like austin eckler and the team around you isn't that good you you know you can you, it's hard you almost have to keep him on your team because yeah. people think it's collusion if you trade a guy like that but yeah. if you're getting draft picks in turn people can see your plan so but yeah, that's um, the little trades we did this uh, week. We're gonna jump into now our uh, picks. Picks, um, yeah. yeah. Bravo. We'll start it off with our hits and misses from uh, week seven. Yeah, you. Uh, what did you go this week? You went. I went three. Uh, it was like borderline. I want to say I went three and two, but you can say I went two and three or two, two and one. I guess I don't know. I'm just gonna say three and two. Okay. Yeah. I, I went. Yeah. I, I'll. I'll just go and say I went uh, two, two and three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'll start with my hits. I'm gonna go with Kenneth Walker destroyed my Los Angeles Chargers defense like I thought he would. 23 carries, 168 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. Uh, like we've been saying on the show, this this Kenneth Walker guy, he's taking the NFL by a storm, um, and he's taking fantasy football by a storm. Um, yeah, this this guy was just tearing apart my my defense that was just not there that not yeah. not there this week. It was very sad to see. But very explosive for sure. I'm, the, I'm, the only good thing that came out of this game was that I told everyone that Kenneth Walker was gonna have a good game yeah, this week. He did. So he has four touchdowns his last three games, looking good. Um, I know I'm happy to have him in redraft league right now. Like, um, he's he looks good. He looks really good. The future back for sure. Yeah. Seattle and. He's now the favorite to win Offensive Player of the Year yeah. after Brees Hall went down. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw it, but FanDuel they gave they gave back like everyone's money. Whoever like betted on Brees Hall to win off, uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they gave that's everyone's cool, money man. back. So I, if I if I got the money back, I'm throwing it on Kenneth Walker. <laughs> yeah, Kenneth Walker looks like the <laughs> Offensive Rookie of the Year. Twenty-eight point um, eight fantasy points. I forgot to mention that he had twenty-eight yeah. point eight fantasy probably the points. Highest scoring running back after Eckler. And they're yeah. probably in the same. That was just a running back game yeah. on Sunday. So was a uh, number six. Number six. I was six for running backs. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, Kenneth Walker was number six. Uh, highest highest score overall. Okay, yeah, overall. Okay. highest score overall. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, I'm gonna start with he started with his um, hits. I'm gonna start with my misses. Um, I had two misses. Ken Kenneth Kenyon Drake. Um, we're just gonna keep calling him Week Six Kenyon Drake because. Obviously, that looks like will be his best fantasy week of the season. He did it, like I said, last year. He did it two years ago. He's Week 6 has been Ken, Kenyon Drake's best uh, fantasy week of the whole season. And like I, Gus Edwards came in and took all of those Kenyon Drake touches, um, took over, had 18.6 fantasy points, 16 carries for 66 yards, and two TDs, yeah. averaged 4.13 <clears throat> yards per carry. So Gus Edwards was the favorite to be the backup to J.K. Dobbins this year. Obviously, they both started injured, but now that J.K. Dobbins is once again injured, Gus Edwards in his first game back took over. Kenyon Drake was unheard of that game, only .5 fantasy points, had 11 carries for five yards. After I hope you didn't spend any fab on Kenyon, Kenyon Drake. Drake. Yeah, and if, or at least a lot of fab. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I almost spent. I think I only spent like 10 or 15. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people were disappointed with that. Man. Yeah, so and that's that's my worst. Like last week, I had Jeff Wilson. He put up point five, 
And then his starting job got taken. <laughs> I picked Kenyon Drake, and he picked point, put up point five, and now his job got taken. So back-to-back misses for a couple running backs from me. But, uh, yeah, Kenyon Drake, my first miss. And uh, I'm going to go into my second hit. Going to be Gerald Everett, uh, five for nine target or five receptions out of nine targets, uh, 63 receiving yards, and 11.3 PPR points. And usually I wouldn't even really call this a hit, but, you know, tight ends, they – they are um, they are uh, more valued when they score when they score uh, PPR points. Mm-hmm. So and Gerald Everett is the number seven tight end on the year, and uh, this performance is is helping him keep up uh, the number seven ranking. So yeah, yeah. And then I'll go into my next one. It's gonna be a Leonard Fournette. Um, another bad game for the Bucks. Um, wasn't a good game for Fournette. Only four point six fantasy points. Eight carries for nineteen yards. Uh, Two point three eight yards per carry. Um, didn't see anything in the passing game, only two receptions on three targets for seven yards. And he played 60% of the snaps, which was his season low, so wasn't on the field. Um, I know 60% is a lot for a lot of running backs, but for a guy who's getting more than 60 a game is uh, concerning, I guess, just for that game, Leonard Fournette. I know I just traded for him, but yeah, his worst output of the season. Tragic game for that whole Buccaneers team. Yeah. But hopefully they pick it back up. Mm-hmm. And uh, that brings me to my misses. I'm going to go with my first miss, uh, Mark Cooper. Uh, three receptions for four targets, 74 yards, and 10.4 PPR points. Uh, yeah, I, I expected a bigger game out of Amari Cooper. Uh, and, you know, Jacoby Brissett didn't even throw a touchdown this game. So not much fantasy value when your quarterback uh, can't even really throw you a touchdown. Especially so. when you're the wide receiver one over there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, still, I believe, in the top 15, so... Amari uh, Cooper, a, a, a nice, solid uh, wide receiver three flex play. Yeah, for sure. Even wide receiver two, I would say. Yeah. Um, and that leads me to my um, first, I would say, hit. Jalen Waddle, 12.8 fantasy points. I know it's not a lot, but he still finished as the wide receiver 26 in week seven. So if you started him, he was borderline wide receiver two flex play. Um, so that's why yeah. I kind of put him in the hit category. Um, still had 88 yards on four catches, so yeah. but no touchdowns. This is now his fifth straight game without a touchdown. Hasn't scored a touchdown since week two. Even yeah. with Tua back, couldn't find the end zone. So my first, I, I would say, hit, I guess, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, Tua's first game back. Hopefully, hopefully they get that chemistry going. Mm-hmm. Um, my second miss will be Michael Missman, Pittman. Uh, six receptions out of nine targets, uh, 58 receiving yards, and but only 9.8 PPR points. And the main reason he didn't go off is because his boy a, Paris he had a Camp- fumble, I think, too, didn't he? he had a fumble loss. Oh, yeah, and a, and, and a fumble loss. So um, it would have been probably 10.8 PPR yeah. points if he didn't he get fumble, that. So yeah. uh, his boy Car- Paris Campbell went off, though, for 10 receptions, 12 targets, 70 receiving yards, 23 PPR points, also scored a touchdown. So um, that's probably the main reason why he wasn't finding Pittman is because he was just hitting Paris Campbell the whole time. Yeah, and, another uh, big waiver pickup yeah, this last uh, week. He has yeah. back-to-back. Pretty good games, Paris Campbell. Yeah, so. yeah, big big waiver claim, and uh, also a big waiver claim, Sam Sam Ellinger, because yeah. Matt Ryan just lost, lost that starting job. We'll talk about that. A little yeah, let's later, talk about so. that a little later. But yeah, but uh, moving on to my second hit, uh, T Higgins. Um, if you looked at what went down in that game, T Higgins was probably the lowest score scoring fantasy guy. I mean. <laughs> yeah. If you look, Jamar Chase had 33 points in Week 7. Um, Tyler Boyd had 29.5 fantasy points. Yeah. Jamar Chase was the wide receiver 1 in Week 7. Tyler Boyd, the wide receiver 2. Um, but T. Higgins finished as the wide receiver 22. So he finished as, you know, a wide, like a wide receiver 2 or flex yeah. play if you had T. Higgins. So 
Yeah, I know he wasn't getting the points like Jamar Chase and Tyler yeah. Boyd did last game, but he still was able to put up 14.3 um, points, five receptions for 93 yards. And in a game where Burrow threw for almost 500 yards, had 481 yards, um, T. Higgins had 93 of them. So not a bad game for Higgins um, by any means, but Chase and Boyd just – I should have picked either Boyd or Chase <laughs> yeah. over T. Higgins. But it worked good. out. He, yeah, still, he still had a decent game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my last miss, the most humiliating miss, Bucks defense. Yeah. One point. That's why we don't pick defenses. This is why we don't pick defenses. Just got stomped on by the Carolina Panthers. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what happened this game, man. Yeah. I was just expecting the Bucks to finally click, and they're not clicking. And I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's Tom Brady's personal problems. I don't know if they're just. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's Tom Brady. I don't know if it's the defense. I don't know. Could be a lot of things, definitely. Who knows? Mike Evans is dropping routine balls out there. Yeah, that was a big job. That was like a almost like a game changing play, like one of those, you know. Yeah. Like it's gonna be a whole Just, different game if he makes that catch. Yeah. They score a touchdown there. The momentum's on their side. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, I hate to like base... classic a classic Brady drive. Yeah. But like, I hate sports to be like, oh, it's that one play ruined it. But sometimes it it is that one play that just changes. The yeah. whole game for both It can teams. either be the, the play that changes the whole game or the play that shows you how this whole game has been going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the play that, sh- exactly. that showed you. So, yeah. Wasn't a game for the Bucks Again, so. another bad loss for them. Uh, but going into my last pick, my third miss, my, my, my third hit. He was my best hit from this week. Had his best game of the season, Terry McLaurin. Uh, scary Terry, 18.30 fantasy points, uh, finished as the wide receiver 11 in week seven. It's the first time this year he's finished as a, a top wide receiver one. Um, had five catches, sorry, yeah, five catches on eight targets for 73 yards and his first touchdown since week one. So like we said, Taylor Heineke was going to come in and he was going to look for, uh, Terry McLaurin. That's exactly what he did. Had a big, uh, late fourth, uh, fourth quarter catch that, uh, kind of sealed the game for Washington. Um, but yeah, it looked good with Taylor Heineke. They're his best game of the season, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, yeah, and they and we we talked that they had a they had a good chemistry together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Heineke to McLaurin are gonna be a nice little stack. Yeah, so buy low on McLaurin right now, possibly. Yeah, possibly. But yeah, that will do it for our um, picks from week seven. Our hits and misses. He went two for three. I went three for two. You can say. Um, but now moving on to what we were kind of talking about and. The Tom Brady issues you were saying, uh, Matt Ryan issues, um, Aaron Rodgers having issues. Um, I guess you can just kind of call this next part of the show like just old the old men QBs ain't it, you know. Father time, <laughs> father time eventually just wins out, you know. Like it just happens, and it's happening this year more than ever. So you have Tom Brady right now, age forty five, um, the oldest player right now in the NFL. Um, not having a bad year. He's still QB 12, so he's overall Q quarterback one, one right now in fantasy. Yeah. But he only has 105.08 fantasy points this year, um, which is almost like a career low through seven games for Tom Brady. He has a 298 completions on 296 passing attempts, 1,942 passing yards, eight touchdowns, only one interception, but not doing what Tom Brady usually does. Um, if you look at his last five, we're going to go back the last five years. Last year, he was the quarterback one through the first seven weeks of the season, had 179.7 fantasy points. In 2020, he was the quarterback six with 155.10 fantasy points. 2019, he was the quarterback nine, 135.98 fantasy points. 2018 was the QB 10 with 135.14 fantasy points. And 2017, QB three with 144.92 
fantasy points. And then 2016, that's when he – I only went back five years because 2016 was the year where he got suspended the first four games. So I didn't count 2016. I just went back the last five years. Um, but every all those years he finished within the top 10. And even now he's a QB 12, but it's his, it's 30 points lower than what he's done the last five years. So. Ooh, yeah. And they're not looking good. They just lost back-to-back games <clears throat> to teams in last place. They lost week six to the Steelers, who were one and four at the time. They just lost last week to the Panthers, who were two and four at the time. So Bucks right now three and four. They are tied for first in the NFC South. Um, but not where the Bucks definitely should have won those last. They can be sitting right now five and two right now. Easily. Um, easily. Um, but and just it let Deontay to Foreman run yeah. all over you. It's crazy, man. Yeah, Deontay Foreman, DJ Moore had his best game. And, yeah, you know, Tom Brady just not looking that great to start this season. Um, right now, they don't even have a, a wide receiver one on that team. You expect Mike Evans and Chris Godwin to be there. Right now, Mike Evans is the wide receiver fifteen. Chris Godwin's missed some games. Julio Jones missed some games. Um, I mean, so it's just the Bucks are just um, kind of lost without Tom Brady. Look, almost looking like he. Maybe should have just retired, but we'll see. We'll see if he can turn it around um, and finish better than the QB 12. And then we're going to go to um, the other guy, Aaron Rodgers, right now, uh, 38 years old, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback 17 right now, only 96.78 fantasy points this year, 163 completions on 244 passing attempts, 1,597 yards, 11 touchdowns and three interceptions. Uh, already three interceptions. Doesn't seem like a lot, but last year he had four total interceptions the whole year in 17 games. So he's on pace to get almost close to like nine, 10 interceptions right now. Obviously, yeah. he lost his main weapon in Devontae Adams. Another team that's not producing a wide receiver one. I think Alan Lazard ran out of the wide receiver 25 or 26, so just outside the wide receiver two. Um, Dobbs had some has had some bad drops recently christian watson um been injured sammy watkins out um so Aaron Rodgers, just another guy where they even said his body language just doesn't look like he wants to be there and he's having his worst game through his first seven games in the last five years too last year he was the qb9 in 2020 um 2019 he was the qb7 and then in 2018 and 2017 he was the qb11 both those years and even in 2017 um aaron Rodgers he he Came out early in week six game. He got injured that game, only played 13% of the snaps, and then he missed the week seven game. And even though he pr- technically missed two games almost, pretty much, only only played like five and a third and a fourth of a game, less than that, and he still has more, had more fantasy points those first seven weeks than he has this year. He had a 107.70 fantasy points in 2017, and now he's at 96.78, so... He missed two games, and he still put up 10, 11 more points than what he's doing this year. Um, Aaron Rodgers not looking good. The Packers aren't looking good. They just lost three straight games, lost to the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders. They're three and four, tied for second in the NFC North right now. Um, usually those are teams that Aaron Rodgers is beating up on, you know, yeah. the Giants and the Jets. Easily. Beating on those New York teams, being on a Washington Commanders team with a backup quarterback. Um, and if you look even – at the Bucks are three and four, the Packers are three and four. If they're in any other division, they're third, fourth place right now. But they're lucky. The Bucks are lucky they're in the NFC South because they're tied for first, and the Packers are lucky they're in the NFC North and they're tied for second. Because any other division, if you put them in, they are the third, fourth place team. Um, and then my last old quarterback that's not doing so well is gonna be Matt Ryan. 
And we already know he just lost his starting job. People thought it was because he was injured, but they came out and said, no, 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 he's not injured. We're just going to sit him for the rest of the year. We're going to go with the young guy, Sam Ellinger. Probably a big, it was a big uh, waiver claim for me. In both of our dynasty leagues, I was able to get him in both, spent almost all my fab on him. I'm sure it happened in a lot of other dynasty leagues. Sam Ellinger they said they're going to start him. Um, Dude outbid me by $2 for yeah, Sam Ellinger. I just had enough to outbid Bravo. So. I was so mad. So we so I got him and um <laughs> yeah I had I had to get him. him I had Matt Ryan I had Matt Ryan in that league so I had to get Sam Ellinger else I would only yeah. be down to two quarterbacks and then yeah. I had to really just spend all of it I, I you sometimes you just got to do it yeah. and if it doesn't work <clears> out <throat> at least I still have Matt Ryan as you know I guess now the yeah. backup so we'll see right now Matt Ryan's looks like he's gonna finish the season worse than the QB twenties the QB twenty right now only ninety three point four two fantasy points um. Has thrown nine interceptions this year and nine touchdowns, so that's why they sit him. You know, he has the weapons. The offensive line's good. He's one of the better receivers in the league, one of the best running backs in the yeah. league, and still throwing just way too many interceptions and yeah. just not looking good. I mean, if you look, his his career high is 17 interceptions. I was in 2013. That was almost a decade ago. And if he was still the starting quarterback, he'd be on pace to break 17 interceptions. He'd be on pace to have 20, 22 interceptions this year. Yeah, so. it's crazy that they, they just benched him like that. I feel yeah. like they kind of just had this planned out kind of, Yeah, you know? they probably told him, like, hey, we're only going to give yeah. you this many. And we'll, <laughs> yeah, if, if, you, we're, if, if we're, we're not in first. Yeah. I mean, they're not they're, – they're even right now. They're 3-3-1 three, three, and one right now. They're second in the AFC South. But They could be we'll so much more better, I feel like. Yeah. So much more better. Yeah, we'll see what, what – I mean, what they can do. I mean, Matt Ryan has always been, like, a top 12 quarterback in fantasy football. Um, I looked at his last five years. He's always finished as, you know, a top 12. Even last, right, he was the QB 20 last year at this point of the season, but he had 111 fantasy points this year on 93. So he's 20 points below what he was last year. And even in 2017, he was the QB 25 through the first seven weeks. And he had 83 fantasy points to the 93, so 10 less. Yeah, and his, I feel and like his supporting cast is so much more better than, than what it he was had last year. year. Yeah, like he has a better running back, better line, better, yeah. better weapons in the receiving room. They obviously, Alec Pierce has looked good. Paris Campbell, yeah. we talked Paris about. Campbell, looked, Michael Pittman. He's been healthy. Michael Pittman's Michael Pittman. It's a Pittman. solid wide receiver room. Yeah, so, but right now, just, uh, he's just not making it work. Not can't making it work. It, and Rodgers and Brady, none of these guys just, if you have one of these old quarterbacks, um, it's just time to probably to let him go and especially in dynasty like yeah someone just traded tom brady for aaron Rodgers, and you know both those guys probably could be out the league my guy i got year. tom brady got Matt a pick. ryan could be out the league yeah. next year and you know these are teams that people expected to win their division steadily you know the packers should definitely have a better record the bucks the colts but yeah but the way their quarterbacks have played and you know obviously the colts have already cut the ties with matt ryan it seems like for the rest of the year so. yeah it might be time to cut ties with tom brady and aaron Rodgers if they're on your dynasty team yeah go pick up jordan love or kyle trask or yeah. someone just start stashing these guys for the you know the future yeah and jordan love could be that man they're they're, yeah. they're stashing jordan love so yeah they drafted him a few couple years ago pretty high yeah so. He could be that 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 present that you're just waiting to open. Mm. And just goes off for your fantasy team. Yeah, and the only relevant fantasy player has been the running backs on all these teams. I mean, I know Jonathan Taylor's missed some games, but he didn't look too bad last game. Um, Aaron Jones has looked great. Yeah, Fournette looked Jones good. Solid. Yeah. So, but that they, they none of these guys are producing top twelve wide receivers. No wide receiver ones on any of these teams. Yeah. And that's gonna bring us to the end of the old man segment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, brings me to my fantasy stars of week seven. 
I'm just going to go with uh, the three Musketeers, the Bengals. You got Joe Burrow, uh, highest fantasy scorer of week seven at 39.24 fantasy points at three touchdowns, 481 uh, passing yards. And he was just shredding the Falcons defense, man. It was uh, it was it was sad to see. Uh, thirty four completions for forty two attempts. Um, like you told me, he was he was throwing in the fourth quarter. Not not yeah, really. They were up by not like really, fifteen twenty. He was still throwing the ball. Yeah, not really having any care in the world uh, how much he's up by. So, Joe Burrow, that dude. Also, that dude, Jamar Chase, eight receptions, eleven targets for two touchdowns and one hundred and thirty yards was actually the number four fantasy scorer of week seven. Um, and his, his his boy, Tyler Boyd, eight receptions, nine targets, 155 receiving yards for what for one touchdown, uh, 29.5 PPR points, was the number five fantasy scorer of the week. So it's crazy, man, when you can have um, three players on the same team that are in the top five in total fantasy scores of the week, That that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's very, very crazy. Uh, it's going to bring me to... My sec, my well, like my fourth star, it's gonna be Austin Eckler. Uh, had 31 rushing yards, one rushing TD on only nine rushing attempts, and a hundred percent catch rate. Had 12 receptions on 12 targets, 96 receiving yards, and one receiving touchdown. Uh, 36.7 PPR points for the week, number two fantasy scorer for the week. And yeah, man, this dude went off. Uh, another running back that went off, Kenneth Walker. 23 carries, 168 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. We've been very high on Kenneth Walker in the show, and he proved it being the number six fantasy scorer of the week. And my last fantasy star is going to be my boy. Not my boy. I don't really like him, but Josh Jacobs. Uh, 143 rushing yards, had a massive three touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns, uh, and had a little a little cute uh, three receptions for 12 receiving yards but a big uh, 36.5 PPR points was the number three highest fantasy score. So, yeah, if you have these guys, man, um, only person I would probably sell right now high is Tyler Boyd. But other than that, mm. uh, stash these guys. Yeah, Josh Jacobs looking like um, – I forgot the stat, but he's the only running back to have like 100-plus yards and like multiple touchdowns in three straight – or I think he's the only running back to put up 30-plus fantasy points in three straight weeks since Derrick Henry did it a couple years ago and Adrian Peterson did it like – like 10 years ago or something in the last 10 years it's only been them three so if you're in the same conversation with derrick henry and adrian peterson you know that's some elite company it's elite company so josh jacobs looking like uh and i remember we were all we're all scared about zamir white Mm -hmm. we're all thinking josh jacobs wasn't going to be the the back in in las vegas and he's Mm -hmm. that guy He's yeah, that man, and he's a free agent this coming year. So, and he's still young. He's only yeah. twenty four years old. I mean, so. they might ink him, or they might let him yeah. let him walk. We'll see. Keep I your know, eye out on that. Have him in dynasty. He, he's in trade rumors right now, so who knows? Who yeah. knows? But that's what we're gonna talk about next is um, just some trades. We talked about the CMC trade last week. Another uh, pretty big trade happened as soon as um, Brees Hall went down. I'm sure Michael Carter, fantasy owners, whether they want to admit it or not, were. Pretty happy that they had Michael Carter on their team, thinking yeah. that he was going to come in, step in, and be the back. But right away, the Jets, they went and they traded for James Robinson. Yeah. Um, and the trade makes sense. Yeah, it does yeah. make sense. Now Travis Etienne can take over for Jacksonville. And James Robinson okay. got, no, got zero carries yeah. last game. So, so he's going to go and take over over there yeah. in New York. You're not going to just trade for a guy to have him, like we said, with the CMC trade. You're not going to trade guys, especially in midseason, if you're not going to be using these guys. So Yeah. I know one of our friends in one of our league has James Robinson and Travis Etienne, and 
now both of those running backs just gain tremendous value yeah. and just with in the in the snap of a tweet you know what i mean like yeah. just like that travis Etienne stock goes up james robinson stock goes up um and I, I have travis Etienne in one league i'm super happy about that um but yeah james robinson i mean they got they got a downgrade obviously he's not what Brees hall is they could even run like a little two-back committee with with yeah. michael carter and i'm sure and james they will robinson. i'm sure they yeah. probably will um yeah, because they probably use James Robinson more to be like that 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 rush that runner, and then Michael Carter more in the passing game. I know we thought that was gonna be the key with Brees Hall and the, yeah, like, in uh, Michael Carter, but Brees Hall was just every, every, Hall everything, was a dog. Every, every down back. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you look at James Robinson on the Jets, they're getting a guy who has 340 rushing yards this year, three touchdowns, 4.2 yards per carry. Um, obviously, an upgrade from Michael Carter, who's averaging 3.5 yards per carry, only t- 228 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but I, like you said, it might be a little committee over there. Yeah. Michael Carter should be the main receiving back. He has 20 catches for 151 yards. James Robinson, only nine catches for 46 yards. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he wasn't obviously the main receiving back over there. It was Travis Etienne even early on the year, even which when they were kind of – they were really splitting the backfield, but Travis Etienne yeah. was getting most of the – you know the receiving role over there um but obviously like i said they downgraded obviously from Brees hall there's not a lot of Brees halls in the nfl um if you look james robinson he has one more carry than Brees hall he has 81 carries Brees hall has 80 carries um but Brees hall has 463 yards to james robinson's 340 and Brees hall has one more touchdown 218 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown 19 receptions so yeah they're losing a big 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 key of that offense a big big player big superstar but you know they don't they're it's definitely an upgrade of michael carter if you're going with james robinson there so yeah for sure so yeah so just um take a look on that backfield there's also some other trade rumors that i just want to talk about um the trade deadline is uh next tuesday and there's some names that are popping up i guess one of the main ones right now is kareem hunt right now um looks like the browns are more more, more than likely to trade them um Nick Chubb has just taken over the backfield and makes just sense. Looks they don't like use the Hunt. Superstar. Yeah, they yeah. don't even use Hunt. They use him a little. I think he had a touchdown last game. Yeah. Um, but really not really getting much other than maybe a couple of carries a game. Yeah. And not using him, I mean like the way they should. Yeah, the way they did he's last like way year. Too, the, he's the way, way too talented. Yeah, the way they to did be. the last two years, they yeah. they haven't used him the way they, they when they brought when they first brought him in, you know. Yeah. Where a lot of people they kind of were like iffy on taking Nick Chubb because Kareem Hunt was in that backfield it was kind of yeah. hard to get nick chubb early in drafts but if you did i'm sure it was a steal because now nick chubb has been the main back if they get rid of cream hunt then obviously it's his backfield even more um cream hunt i know the chiefs have been the one of the main names reunion um, yeah so it might be a reunion i know we know what happened with cream hunt and his legal issues and the chiefs cut ties with him but they might bring him back um yeah he's a receiving back they've used clyde edwards a lot in that role and Clyde Edwards just lost his starting role to Isaiah Pacheco. And even last game with Pacheco being the main back didn't look all that good. I mean, nope. Clyde Edwards still kind of outperformed him, had a touchdown, and they kind of split the carries even so. If you bring in a guy like Kareem Hunt, like you said, with the talent of Kareem Hunt, he can easily take over that backfield. Easily. He's familiar with Andy Reid's offense already. Yeah. So, you know, just look for that. I know people are saying the Eagles are kind of looking for a running back. Um, I'm not sure how accurate that is they do have miles sanders who's having one of his best by a career year this year and he's still i think 25 26 years old so you know still 
decently young. Um, and they just traded, for, uh, Eagles just traded for defensive tackle Robert Quinn, yeah, too. Yeah, so, so they might be trying to upgrade. Bolster the, their it doesn't hurt to upgrade and defense. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't hurt to upgrade the running back. And I know they traded for J.I.G. a few years ago, but even when they traded for him, it was still LeGarrette Blunt, I believe, who was a stone, the main back in that backfield. Yeah. But other guys, we talk about Josh Jacobs. He's probably staying now for the way he's been playing. Uh, Jamal Williams coming up in trade um, rumors. David Montgomery, Melvin Gordon. So a lot of guys that are kind of not losing their kind of that backfield right now. Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, they said it's going to be back this week. So maybe they're going to try to ship Williams and get some draft picks. Lions not looking like they're going to do anything this year. They not started off good. Tend. Yeah, yeah, so Dave Montgomery, they're saying that they're going to use Khalil Herbert more. And it's his last year of his contract. So in the Bears won't resign him. Yeah, I would bet a lot of money him. on that. Yeah. They're not going to resign. They're going to stay yeah. with Khalil Herbert. So they can get... Something in return for a guy that they're not going to even bring back next year. Why, yeah. why not go out and get a sixth-round pick or fifth-round pick or something? Something for Montgomery. Yeah, Melvin Gordon now look like he's losing his job. I know Mike Boone just hit the IR, but even so, Latavius Murray looks like he's going to be even getting more touches or splitting the backfield. Melvin Gordon, they get they the, he's come up in trade rumors. Um, and then some wide receivers to look out for. Chase Claypool, I know he came up earlier in the preseason in trade rumors, but... Steelers were asking for a lot, but his maybe his value's gone down a bit, and teams can go out and get Chase Claypool. Um, teams like the Packers, I know like your Chargers might need a wide receiver. You're going to talk about Mike Williams' injury. Keenan Allen's been banged up. Um, they kind of need like a second, third guy over there. Um, Seahawks, DK Metcalf's a little banged up. They don't really have a third guy. If you can get like a if Chase, if the Steelers aren't asking for too much, I can see a team's trading for Chase Claypool, Jerry Judy, and KJ Hamler, two guys that um the have the people have hit the Broncos for these two guys. Um, We'll see. Jared Judy is pretty young. KJ Hamler, pretty young. We'll see what they can do. Obviously, it's a big week this week for the Broncos. They lose. I can see them maybe just trying to start over and bring <laughs> yeah. in some pieces. Yeah. Um, but Jerry Judy's still young. But Jerry Judy, um, the lowest in the NFL of any first-round wide receiver um, since 2020 with his catch percentage, only a 51.1% catch percentage this season, 52.8% in his career. So... Maybe he just needs a new a new home when he could turn around why, you know, the Broncos drafted him in the first round. Um, and then another guy, we talked about Brandon Cooks earlier that you traded. I know he's came up in trade yeah. rumors. Maybe he goes back to the Patriots, a team that needs a receiver, a veteran guy that's another guy familiar with an offense that he's been with. Um, yeah. Brandon Cooks, he's been on a lot of teams. So many teams. So many teams. So, I mean, I feel I, like eight plus. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> probably, but he might find a new home. Um, this year, I know Elijah Moore. Teams have called the Jets for them, but Elijah, they already said they don't want to. They're not trading Elijah Moore, but you never know. If some team gives them a, the right piece that they can't say no to. Then yeah. you can see. I mean, they just traded for James Robinson. You know, the Jets are obviously trying they're to trying win. To they're, they're not going to yeah. want to keep a player around that's not there to win. Even though I know the interview Elijah Moore said he just cares about the wins, but we all know that was kind of you know yeah. bogus because. At the end of the day, he did request the trade. He didn't even get targeted that game. Yeah, so, so and last game they benched him for personal reasons or whatever. So he might be on his way out. Another guy like Cam Akers might be on his way out. So keep, keep your eye on these trade rumors. Start looking. If you have some of these guys, start really reading up on these reports, like a Montgomery owner, if you're a Claypool owner, Jerry yeah. Judy, anything Brandon Cook. Start looking to to move these guys. Um, Kareem Hunt, try to go trade for him right now. I believe he'll probably, he's probably the one that, out of all these guys you mentioned, probably is the most trade value yeah especially in like a fantasy football format go trade yeah. kareem hunt or... and a trade in the nfl can i feel like it could either be really good for the player yeah. or it could be really bad for the yeah. player so it's obviously you got to be smart yeah. in this kind of situation yeah. but as far as yeah. fantasy just start looking at those reports start looking i would 
don't be too concerned yet. That you have a few days to think about it. You have the weekend to think about it. But come Tuesday, a lot of these guys could be on the move. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah, uh, that's just gonna bring me to the big injuries that we have seen this week, starting with Brees Hall injury. Um, so uh, yeah, James Robinson traded to New York Jets. Uh, they could be running a committee with James Robinson and Michael Carter. Uh, both could see their fantasy value rise tremendously. Um, uh, Mike Williams uh, will miss at least four weeks due to a high ankle sprain, uh, but the Chargers are on a bye this week, so it will only be three games missed. So maybe a nice alternative for you could be like a, like a Josh Palmer or a, or a Gerald Everett uh, is going to see a lot of target uh, increase. And uh, Mike Williams was actually the number 20th highest PPR scorer in week seven. So going to be a big, big injury for us. But, uh, yeah, uh, just look to plan ahead. Look to get your alternatives. Uh, Mark Andrews, also questionable, didn't practice all week. Uh, You definitely want to keep your eye out on that. Especially because they play a Thursday night game. Yeah, so most likely he will not play, I think. Uh, Also, another guy I think will not play, uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Miss practice, I believe you told me they already ruled him out. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Tony Pollard's backfield. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, um, the guys that miss practice but I think might play is going to be DK Metcalf. Uh, he hasn't practiced all week, but um, I don't know. I just have a good feeling about DK. Yeah, but, the injury's not as serious as they thought. But, so. yeah, you definitely want to keep your eye out on that. Um, they, they could be playing it safe. They could still, mm-hmm. um, you know, rule him out. Uh, Debo has been missing practice. Um, not really sure if, if the Niners are going to choose to play him or they're going to choose to keep it safe, so you want to keep your eye on that too. And uh, Russell Wilson, um, they said he was doing uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, hip thrust or high legs, high knees or whatever, whatever. something in the airplane on the way Pretty to much threw it. everyone under the bus while, <laughs> while all his teammates were sleeping. He was pretty much saying that he was exercising, and now he's a limited participant in practice, yeah. so... Yeah, we'll see how that lending came, how that lending game turns out for Russell Wilson. But I'm sure he plays. Yeah, I'm sure all those guys play. I feel like DK and Debo play just because like they're just freak athletes. Yeah. So I feel like they're just they're taking gonna a like, they put can, me in coach. They can get re- they can injured. wake up Sunday morning and be ready. To yeah. Go, you know, and Russell Wilson like they paid him all that money and traded away all those picks to get him there. So not to miss games. You know. <laughs> yeah. So for sure, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'll move us on to our Thursday night picks. I'll start it off here with uh, my first pick. I know I picked them last week, um, but since it is a Thursday night game, we are limited. Um, so uh, I'm going to pick him again. I don't think I'm going to miss on him two times in a row, especially a guy of this caliber, Leonard Fournette, facing a Baltimore defense, allowing 23.01 fantasy points per game. So I think Fournette has a bounce-back game against the Ravens. Like I said, there's no way I miss him again back-to-back <laughs> week. So hopefully, And I just traded for him, so I'm hoping yeah. a big game. I'm excited to watch him play tomorrow. Yeah, you got to – a big, big bank on Fournette this yeah. week. And since you're going with Fournette against Ravens defense, I'm going with his quarterback, Tom Brady, against Ravens defense. Um, this Ravens defense hasn't been good against wide receivers this season, so I have a good feeling about Brady. Um, hopefully he can just – this can just be the you know the game where he picks it back up because he, he definitely needs one of those games. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to pick uh, his main weapon, Mike Evans. Um Coming off one of his best games with Tom Brady, got had 15 targets um, on Sunday against the Panthers, which was his most ever with Tom Brady. So even with his bad ankle, Tom Brady was still looking for him, had a season-high nine, nine catches for 96 yards. 
Um, and right now he's facing a Baltimore defense that's allowing 38.59 fantasy points to wide receivers, sixth worst, sixth worst in the NFL. So I think Mike Evans is going to have another uh, going to have another big game. And they said his ankles uh, healthy, he's going to be playing. So look for Mike Evans. Look for Mike Evans. Another guy you want to look for. Uh, he is questionable, but uh, if he plays, I think he will have a good game. Is Rashad Bateman? Um, only had eight point two points last week, but I feel like they're just trying to ease him in. Hopefully, um, you know, with him being questionable and taking some time off practice, hopefully he gets going. And if he if he's able to make this Thursday night game, hopefully um he goes off. Yeah, yeah for sure. And then uh, my last pick is gonna be Lamar Jackson. Um, gonna go against the Buccaneers defense that got torched by the third string quarterback PJ Walker. Had 177 passing yards, two touchdowns. Not a great game, but great game for a backup quarterback. Lamar Jackson's definitely 100 steps above PJ Walker. Um, and Lamar Jackson is due for a big game. If you look at his first three weeks of the season, he had 102.26 fantasy points those first three weeks. That was good for 34.09 points per game. Sheesh. And that was in three games. He's had less the last four games. In weeks four, five, six, and seven, he's combined for 54.62 fantasy points, only 13.66 points per game. So he started hot. Now he's cooled off. I think he's going to get hot again in a Thursday night primetime game. Um, Lamar Jackson, definitely going to... Um, show you guys why he's um was an early mvp favorite for sure for sure uh, always high on lamar jackson um i another another guy i'm actually pretty high on he's gonna be my little sleeper it's gonna be uh kate Auden, uh tight end for the buccaneers he actually had the second most receiving yards on the team last week and he's had multi two multiple games uh or not multiple but two games of 10 or 10 plus ppr points so yeah Kate Auden, uh, he could be the new, like the new, maybe the new Gronk. Yeah, and you know Tom Brady loves those tight ends. Yeah, and, and yeah, six definitely. five, just like Gronk, so be hitting those big boys. Yeah, definitely. I feel like pick up Kate Auden too if you're um, yeah, he's definitely need a streamer tight end or yeah. something. So for sure. Yeah, so those were our uh, Thursday night football picks um, between the Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Should be a fun game. Um, this game, uh, I know there's been some kind of slow, no fantasy relevance teams the last couple of weeks, but uh, back on track for this Thursday night game. Um, we'll come back with you guys uh, for Saturday for episode four of our podcast. Uh, you might want to check it out on YouTube. Uh, we're going to be dressed up. Yeah. And we're going to make it a Halloween-related fantasy football thing. But even if you can't, just listen to us on the podcast because we're going to relate Halloween topics to fantasy football topics, and we're going to make it a lot of a lot of fun Halloween activities. So, yeah, like I said, that'll be our fourth episode this Saturday. So thank you for uh, listening listening to us today. Uh, your Big Fat Fantasy on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. Yeah, so thank you and again, Twitter. guys. And YouTube. <laughs> so thank you again, guys, and we'll see you on the next one.